What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. So the hot stove is is hot. It's hot. I mean, it's not blazing, but there are moves happening. I have a couple trades to report, so I'll jump right into it. The first of which is that the Angels acquired Razel Iglesias from the Reds in exchange for Noe Ramirez and a player to be named later. Everybody knows that the Angels need pitching help, and they've basically just swapped relievers with the Reds here. They go out there and they get Razel Iglesias. They needed bullpen help because this Angels team led the major leagues with 14 blown saves in 2020. So they're trying to clean house in the bullpen and trying to bring in fresh arms because they non-tendered five relievers last week, including their former closer, which was Hansel Robles. So now by going out to get Razel Iglesias, he's going to be the next closer. I mean, he can step right into their closer role because he's the only guy they have right now that can fill that role. And I'm sure that's what he's going to do. He's got a career 3.15 ERA and 106 saves in six seasons with Cincinnati. So an outstanding track record. That's just what the Angels need. You know, the Angels have always had this kind of bad luck where they sign big time free agents or you know, they go out and get someone. And then that person underperforms as soon as they get to Anaheim. Hopefully that doesn't happen with Rosel Iglesias, but he's primed to, to be a strong closer for them. And, um, I mean, this year was a great year for him, a 2.74 ERA with eight saves and 22 appearances. I mean, 10 save chances. So um, that's, that's what you want to see. That's what you want to see if you're the angel. So you go out and you pull the trigger and you go get him. And, you know, he's due to make a little north of $9 million in 2021. So that's why Cincinnati's sending some extra money in that deal to, to make up for that. But uh, that's that's a big move for the Angels, and you're probably wondering, well, why did the why did the Reds agree to this? I mean, it, it also could it also could just be the money. The Reds didn't want to pay him, and they figured that you know getting a player to be named later, like swapping uh, Rosel Iglesias for you know Norman Ramirez, and getting a player to be named later, later was better than you know eventually losing Razel Iglesias because they weren't going to pay him or something. I don't know. But, yeah. So, I mean, you have a, a new GM in Anaheim, Perry Manazian, who seems he, he seems pretty uh, motivated to make a lot of moves. I mean, this is the second big move he's made. He actually just last week acquired a shortstop, Jose Iglesias, from the Orioles. Um, you know, coincidentally, Raziel and Jose Iglesias were born just one day apart in Cuba in 1990, but they're not related. Same last name, almost the same birthday, uh, but they're not related. But they are both going to be playing for the Angels next year. So you have a, a good shortstop, a veteran guy in Jose Iglesias, um, who, who's good defensively, and you know, his bat has gotten a lot better over the years. He's serviceable with the bat, but you have a stud closer, really. You have a stud closer now. So that's, you know, these are the small little pieces that are going to pave way for hopefully the big piece. The big piece that the Angels need is that starting pitcher. Everyone's talking about Bauer to Anaheim, but we shall see. We shall see. The other trade I want to discuss is that Lance Lynn is moving, moving. He's on his way to the White Sox. The White Sox have just acquired him in exchange. Well, so the White Sox and Rangers made a trade. White Sox get right-handed pitcher Lance Lynn, and the Rangers get 
right-handed pitcher Dane Dunning and left-handed pitcher Avery Weems. So Dane Dunning, he was the White Sox number five prospect. He's going to be going to the Rangers in that deal. And um, yeah, Avery Weems is just a six-round pick out of 2019, so he's still young in his career. But Dane Dunning is really the big piece going back to Texas. And Lance Lynn is the established major leaguer coming to the White Sox. As you can see, this is a White Sox team that that knows that they're good, that knows that they're, you know, they're right there, you know, just a couple pieces away from being World Series contenders. But you saw them take a massive step this season, uh, a step forward this season. They have a young ball club, though. Going out and getting Lance Lynn, an established veteran who has a good track record, and not just the established veteran, no. I feel like sometimes we say that as if it's, like, going to fix stuff. Okay, it doesn't really matter if you're an established vet if you're not good, right, if you're not a good pitcher. But Lance Lynn is a good pitcher. Not only is he a veteran, most importantly, he's going to help them win games. And, um, you know, 2020, he was really good. 3-3-2 ERA in 84 innings. He's been good the last couple years. I mean, he was, he was, I think he was getting Cy Young votes. Was it 20, one of these years? You know, he's just always been good. I'm looking at his numbers. He's been good. I mean, 2020, 3-3-2 ERA. 2019, a 3-6-7 ERA. Um. I mean, 2018 was a bit rough, but 2017, he was good. He has a career 3.57 ERA, which is really what matters. You know, he's got a, a long track record, a long body of work. And, he, I mean, yeah, he's 33, but he's going to he's gonna slot right in there. He's going to probably be their third starter because you have, you know, Keiko Giolito and then Lance Lynn. But, um, you know, you also have Tony La Russa, who's now the manager of the White Sox, and that's an old school guy. Um, but... You know, you're you're getting these established pieces to add to your young core of your Tim Andersons, your Juan Mancada, your uh, Eloy Jimenez, your Luis Roberts, guys like that. Remember, you still have Yasmani Grandal. So, um, yeah, I'm looking at it now. So Lin was sixth in the AL Cy Young voting in 2020. He was fifth in the voting in 2019. And, yeah, his career numbers are really good. So he's he's a legitimate three starter. A solid three starter and um it doesn't as far as three starters go it doesn't get better than lance lynn that's for absolute sure so right now adding a right fielder still remains another priority for the white Sox because uh they they let noam rosara go because he wasn't getting it done so getting a right fielder possibly a left-handed hitting right fielder given the fact that uh, considering the fact that they have a lot of right-handed bats that could that could be um you know somewhere to look for them um now that I think about it, there is Michael Brantley on the market. That would be, I mean, Michael Brantley's more of a left fielder at this point, but, you know, you can move your outfielders around to accommodate him. And then um, the White Sox could look to add another veteran starter at the back of the rotation and then figure out their closer situation because um, either they're going to bring back Alex Colomay or they go in a different direction. But the White Sox seem to have a lot of talent on hand right now. I mean, Michael Kopech, remember him. He opted out of this past season. He's still, you know, that top prospect that everyone hasn't really seen enough of. Dylan Sees, you know, guys like that. They are still, they're still with the White Sox. They're still on the roster. So, yeah. Right now, Lance Lynn is entering the final year or a three-year deal he signed with the Rangers. He's making $9.3 million. So, pretty affordable deal. And the White Sox got better. They just got better last night. That's really what it is. But yes, the hot stove is hot. We are seeing moves happen and we will have everything here for you as it continues to occur. But that is going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone 
who you think would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.